International Day of the Unborn Child. Okay, usually I have some dog story or something like that, but I don't have a dog story for this one, and thank God I don't. But anyway, so my whole question is about abortion and why is it legal? You know, I, I'm going to tell you the truth. Before, when I was younger, when I was in my 20s or 30s, I really didn't care, didn't think about it, and figured, okay, let people do what they want. But then, then you have your children. Well, I even had children back then. Then you start thinking about it, you know, life starts slowing down a little bit for you. And then you start thinking about it. You start reading, start doing whatever you can, and you start looking at both sides of it. And I switched my mind definitely against abortion at, in all cases, you know, it just, just doesn't make sense. So the point is, why do we allow abortion? When does life become life? Is it because of where you're at? I mean, is it because you moved down the birth canal and out? Or is it because you have some great mental powers that you didn't have before? Is it because you have some physical um, aspects that you didn't have before or some physical ability that you didn't have before when does life start I mean you can start seeing you know you can start seeing pretty early you can start seeing arms and legs form and you know the heartbeat is there and all that stuff I mean you know then when they're born they, they come out with arms and hands and legs and feet and they come out with a mind but do they really know you? They haven't, you know, when they're first born, man, kids don't smile at you. They don't recognize your face or anything. So when is it? I mean, when is, when does life begin? And then I just, you know, so I'm thinking, okay, when does life begin? I mean, what point does it begin? And I couldn't, well, you know, so like my son was born premature. So he was eight months you know, my wife was eight months pregnant and had them. So is it at eight months? Is it seven months? I mean, they keep saving babies, man, that are, you know, two months, three months premature. I mean, they're small, little one and a half pound kids. You know, when, just when does it start? And I'm thinking, man, I don't want to be the judge of that. I don't think we should be the judge of that. I think um, there is one person that is smarter than all people and that is God. God said it is, it starts, man. So there we go. So I mean, you get the egg and the sperm together and pow, there you have it, man. You have a kid at that point. You have all the DNA that you will ever need to make a person. I mean, at that point in time before, there's nothing. I mean, there's an egg, there's a sperm, there's nothing. And you know, if the two don't meet, they're going to die, they're going to move on. And it happens all the time, you know. And so it's like, okay. So now when the two meet, they start to grow. They're all the DNA is there. And at that point, I think I would agree with God at this point. In fact, I do. I don't think. I know I agree with God at this point. That is when life starts. Life starts at conception because we can't say so. I mean, before, you know, we thought, okay, so... We're going to have an abortion. The kid doesn't. So then you have a failed abortion. Now look what they're trying to do. So now they have failed abortions. And now it's like, okay, the kid's born and breathing on his own. And we can still kill the kid. We can still abort the life. Post-birth abortions or something, whatever the hell they call it. Just stupid. 
it's stupid. So then if you go that route, you know, so we went from, okay, inside the mother's womb to outside the mother's womb to whenever. So, you know, my wife's in a wheelchair. She has a power chair. She has MS. She can't move her hands and arms and legs. She can't feed herself, can't bathe herself. You know, she doesn't remember all the time what she had for dinner. So, I mean, is it okay to just, you know, put her away, kill her and do whatever? I don't think so. I'm going to say no. In fact, I know so. I mean, there's still life there, even though the physical and all the mental stuff isn't there. There's still life. And what are we going to, who are we to judge what perfect life looks like? I mean, do you have a perfect life? Do I have a perfect life? We all have some ailment, some pain. We all have some kind of cognitive disorder. You know, we don't remember as much as the next person or we remember everything and can't forget it. There's just so much. I mean, we should not be the judge of life and when life begins and when it ends. So, you know, let's respect all life, whether they're when they're in the womb, when they're outside the womb, whatever it is, let's just respect it all. Let's do our best to love each and every one the best that we can and um, show the love of Jesus to others. And that is all I have to say. I mean, I just, I really didn't plan to say anything about this. And then I was looking at the calendar and it's like, pow, I got to say something. And I mean, this is like the first, this is the first podcast of the day. I'll do another one for dogs, but this one deserved its own because it is such a special, special um, podcast, such a special topic to me and something I firmly believe in that life begins at conception and that we don't have the power. We shouldn't have the power to end that life. I mean, this, I understand, oh, women want the, um, women want the choice and all that. And they had a choice and they chose that's right. And I'm sorry, man. God, that's how God made us. God made guys not to be pregnant and made women to be pregnant. And that's that. I mean, uh, I can't change that. Guys can't get pregnant. Women can. Women have to take responsibility for their own bodies. And if they get pregnant, then they should be able to carry it out. I mean, it's not like a life sentence. It's nine months. By the time you figure it out, it's eight months or whatever. And there are thousands and thousands of people that are willing to adopt babies, that can't have babies, that do have babies and want more babies, that just love kids. I mean, there are. I mean, we, we think that somebody won't take care of these kids and they won't get the proper, um, they won't get the proper nutrition, the upbringing, the love, the whatever. Well, these kids would be loved. I mean, they don't need to go to foster homes. There are people that would wait for them, that would adopt them. And there is no way that these kids wouldn't be loved if they were given up. So, you know, and the whole mental process of I can kill the kid, but I can't give them up for adoption. Where, how, does, how did we get to that point? I mean, how did we decide that killing somebody rather than giving them up for adoption is the most loving thing we can do for them? I mean, that kid that is born is going to be loved. He's going to love others. I mean, the kid could be, you know, he can grow up to be, hey, a criminal. He can grow up to be a genius and cure your disease, whatever, whatever it is, whether you have cancer or MS or, I don't know, lupus or arthritis or whatever it is. He might be the guy that cures it, actually cures it, or the woman that cures it. And why do we do that? 
You know, we, and the world is not overpopulated. No way, no shape, no form, no how is the world overpopulated. One day, it's going to be an amazing fact for you, but I figured I'd put all the people in the world, I figured I'm going to put them all in Texas. And I'm going to give them a family size, I think of like five or seven or something like that. Because you know a lot of people live together and grandmothers live with their grandchildren and their children. And you know a lot of families are like that in different places. And I'm thinking we can fit everybody in there and they can have 0.2 acres of land in Texas and the rest of the world would have no population at all. Sure, you wouldn't have factories and schools and shopping centers and all that, but I'm just saying that you wouldn't have any rivers or lakes or anything like that. If it's all land, you would be able to. So we are not overpopulated in any way, shape, or form, you know. And we can take care of kids with food and medicine and all that stuff. There's no reason to even, you know, to just have an abortion at this point because a lot of people will take care of them and the earth can sustain this. I mean, why are we so worried about it? God's not worried about the population getting to you know, an extra billion or an extra two billion. He's not worried about it. He has a plan and he knows what he's going to do. Everybody's going to be fed. Everybody's going to have water. Everybody's going to have a job that needs a job. There is enough resources on this earth to take care of us all and many, many more. So that is my belief. That's my story. Um, God does not want us to be all suffering and all that each and every day and worrying about food. He's going to be our great provider. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't play. We shouldn't doubt him. We shouldn't uh, go against him. He provides for us. So that, I don't know, I keep thinking that's all I have to say. But, you know, I think of these other thoughts that I've had throughout the years. And it just, it irks me that we can, that we just kill kids because it's more convenient to kill them than to have a delivery and give them up for adoption, you know? Because people are out there that will adopt kids and they'll adopt tons of kids if you just let them, if we made it easy for them. I think if we would tax abortions like four and $5,000 a piece and then put it into a fund where we get to help people adopt unwanted kids, we would have less and less abortions. We'd have more and more adoptions. And um, I think uh, we need to just start taxing abortions four and $5,000 a piece since obviously the courts aren't going to ever strike down abortion or even if they do, it'll be a while. And um, I think it'll go back to the states. But anyway, that is my thought. Let's tax it $4,000, $5,000, whatever it is. Let's tax it. And uh, let's get Planned Parenthood out of, I mean, how is that even Planned Parenthood? It's Planned Unparenthood is what they practice. I mean, that the whole name is a misnomer. They, people are so good at misnaming charities and organizations and stuff. They are Planned Unparenthood. Let's see, you're a parent. We're going to make you an unparent. Now we can get on with your life and you can do whatever you want to do. And the whole uh, thing of post birth abortions is disgusting so hey if you don't you know this is like my rant here and i understand some people are going to be offended but that's okay i mean i just i'm offended by the whole process of it and i'm sure these kids that are aborted are offended by the whole process of it and um you know it's not a right there is no way it's a right because like i said before i think i did another podcast rights 
or what come from God, what you do, what your rights are, do not infringe upon other people's rights. So you get to do whatever you want to do in that right, but it doesn't get to affect other people. And it does affect another person. It affects that unborn child. It is the International Day of the Unborn Child. It is a child that hasn't gone through the birth canal, but it has life. It has vitality, it has power, it has energy, it has all kind of living systems in it, and it is willing to just, um, it, is, it is willing to live, it is living, it wants to live, it, you know, and it, people even say, hey man, these kids are fighting the abortion and they want to get out of the way of it. They're, they feel pain and they have misery whenever it goes through there. It is a, it is just a horrible process, horrible, horrible, horrible process that they go through. And um, we just, we need to stop it. So, you know, even if it's not by law, just if you hear this and you're young and you get pregnant, just go through with it. Give it up for adoption. You won't regret it. I know people that have had abortions and they regret it. You can't bring it back. And, you know, they know what they did was wrong. Nobody ever tells you about the psychological impact of what women go through whenever they have an abortion. And, you know, it's just, um, it, they do go through it, and you'd have to talk to a woman that goes through it. But anyway, and they would have to be honest, and they would have to tell you. I mean, it would just be, I mean, it would just be hard to imagine that there would be no psychological impact, that everything would be fine and dandy, that you would forget about it, and that you would have no problems about it. Because women aren't made that way. I mean, women are made to carry that child, to love it, to nurture it. You know, it is, that's just the way they're made. And, you know, if we have become so devoid of feelings for people and that, and I think the whole abortion thing, see, I'm telling you, I'm never going to get done with this whole thing, but the whole abortion thing has led to devaluing life. I think that's why we see a rise in murders. We see a rise in, you know, muggings and all that stuff that we just, um, we don't value life. We don't care about life. You know, life is expendable. It's like your cell phone. Uh, we'll get another one or something, you know, we'll get one later or whatever it is. But you can't do that. That life was unique. That life is unique. And there'll never be another one. And it was set out for a purpose to do something. And it was. And if we would just let it raise it up and let it fulfill that purpose, the whole world would be a much better place. So anyway, we. I just. I tell you what. I'm. I'm done. I just thank you. And you know, if young guys and uh, women, before you get an abortion, before you tell your girlfriend to get one, think about it say no to abortion and say yes to adoption if you don't want to raise it that's fine there'll be loving people and you will know that you did something wonderful first you gave life second you gave a man and a woman a family because they couldn't have children or you gave them more family that they could love and that you won't have to regret it whenever then you get into that place where you can have your own children and you have children and you have it and you'll say man i know what i did was right so um just say no just say no to abortions and thanks a lot for listening i'm i'm done i'm done see ya <laughs>